0: Welcome to the She Will Shine podcast, where we bring you the real stories of female business owners. My name is Danielle Price and I'm the founder of She Will Shine, a supportive business network for women. It's time to give a voice to women in business and discover their journey. Hi and welcome to the She Will Shine podcast. Today we're sitting on the couch with the lovely Hella Warming of Lucas Loves Cars. How are you Hella? Oh, I'm good. I'm very excited to share Halla's journey with you because this lady is a good friend of mine and she has achieved so much in her business. And I think her story um, is one that needs to be told and needs to be shared. Maybe we should first say what business you run because we haven't mentioned
1: what you run. Online toy store called Lucas Loves Cars. And I, always, I can't say that now without saying I have a son named Lucas who loved cars when he was little. So that's kind of, it's, it's a long name for it's a business. Forever, isn't it? Is it? Is it really? I don't
0: think it is, Lucas loves
1: cars and?
0: All right, hello. let's go back. Let's go way back. So you come from an engineering background, which is
1: very different to toys. Oh no, it really is, isn't it? It's very strange. Um, yeah, I studied engineering at university which is like five, like it's meant to be four-year course, I did it in five because I'm that good. Um, yeah, no, so um, five years of engineering and got my degree, got honours with my little hat and stuff and then didn't want to do it. I hadn't finished the course and went, nah, not really. Not interested
0: in engineering. No. Did you, were you one of those people in high school who knew that you wanted to do engineering? Did you think that was your be-all and end-all in high school?
1: No, it wasn't a dream of mine to do engineering. It was... Something that I thought made sense for my skill set.
0: Okay, so it was a logical, yeah, so smart it was a logical. Choice.
1: I liked maths. I liked the idea of what engineering is, um, but it was never something where I thought, "Oh, I could make." And I was never sort of fiddling and doing. Like I, I enjoyed, you know, craft kits and you know the little things you put together to make the little sounds and stuff. But it was never really a big thing. Yeah. And I, I didn't know what else to do. Engineering, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. I'll do that. You're obviously smart enough. Well, yeah, I did <laughs> I'd enjoy it when I did it. Yeah. But I didn't want to do it full time. It just oh, just wasn't fun enough. And like for a lot of people I know, it probably is great fun. Um, and then, yeah, so. But not for you. Happened. So yeah. then you graduated, and what happened? Um, I ended up getting a job with the National Australia Bank. Good old nab. Um, and yeah, so I did computing at National Australia Bank. Oh, wasn't your dream job, maybe not. <laughs> I met some nice people, which was good. And had young person's first job. I've got money. Yeah. Sort of enjoy time. it. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, and then we, you yeah, every Friday after work, we'd go and have drinks, and so that whole social aspect of it was really good. Um, and I didn't hate it, but I kind of got disillusioned by the fact that I'd done all the study. And now I was in a job, and this was it. After about a year and a half, I um, quit and I went overseas, and I discovered my heritage, and um, spent some time in sunny Denmark. Um, And yeah, just enjoyed and sort of I think learnt what I like. Sort of found yourself a little bit, do
0: you think? Maybe. um, Or you became more
1: comfortable in who you were. Yeah, probably. I um. I experienced a bit more and I think I grew up socially a bit more because having gone from school to school to full-time work to, like, I didn't have a lot of life experience um, that didn't involve going to work, like, going somewhere every day. That routine. Like, that routine. So, I, I like, I spent a year with very little routine. So, that's probably the bit that, yeah, I learned a little bit more about. Yeah. Being able to be a bit more free with time and... and um, figuring out what I did, did want to do and what I didn't want to do. So how long were you in Denmark for? For about a year. I think it was a little bit less than a year. Yeah. Yeah. So I worked as a bartender, which was fun. And I came back to Australia and I worked as a bartender in Australia, which was fun. So at this stage, so you've done, um, we've
0: got Penny, the, the She Will Shine mascot here trying to get on camera. Um, but me. we've got, you've Sorry, been Penny. away bartending, but you've spent, how many years studying? Was mm. there anything, like any issues with family around this
1: um, or were they quite supportive? I had my own hex debt, yeah. so I think my parents kind of went, you can pay that off when you get a job. Uh, I think there was never any question that I was going to come back and get a proper job, um, proper job. Um, if I had a bartender for the rest of my life, I'm not even sure that my parents would have had any problems with it, so long as I could support myself or was happy or whatever. Um, And I went back, I spent a year in Denmark, so that's where both my parents come from. And I spent a lot of time with my family and got to know them in a way that I didn't before. So that was very much encouraged. Such a special experience. Um, Oh, yeah. And um, so I don't think it got to a point where I was like, uh, (coughs) hello, Uh, could you come back to the real world? I think everyone, including me, kind of saw it as a, a break from the path that i was meant to go on yeah so it was kind of a just a bit of a shaker a detour of yeah and and it was never that i was gonna like i changed tack and i was suddenly gonna go down this way it really was just kind of a, let's just go on that bumpy road for a little while before we come back onto the freeway because there might be something pretty along that because when i came back to australia i was itching to get back into work life or earn money life or whatever routine yeah i had no money so um yeah, so I came back at a really good time and I was bartending for a little while, as I said, and got distracted. Um, and then um, I had a contract because I came back right smack bang when the Y2K bug, the big scary so yes. All
0: the young people are going to go to Y. sorry, millennials. Yeah, are going to go to
1: what, ha- what happened? So, yes, yeah, so I, I got a short-term contract at um, Coles-Meyer doing Y2K stuff and just checking that everything was was. So, was that was from Y2K. your experience before at NAB that yeah. that job came about? Yeah. yeah. I was actually working as a bartender while I was contracting. So on Fridays I would start at 8.30 in the morning and I would finish at 5.00 a.m. the morning after. Wow. And then I'd go home and sleep (laughs) all because I was young and I didn't have anything else to do. Um, Yeah. So that was a really interesting lifestyle choice. But that was, I mean, short term you can do anything and when you're young you can bounce back. Um, But yeah, while I was contracting there I was really lucky. I met up with somebody that I knew from NAB and we were chatting about what we'd been doing for the last couple of years, and then they, oh, I've been traveling and yeah, he's changed jobs and he was working for this software company and, and we just kind of got to talking. I remember we were in the elevator after we'd sort of bumped into each other and just the elevator ride down, I was like, oh, I'd really like to do some sort of training sort of thing where it's a bit more people and a little bit less computer. And, and he said, oh, my trainers just quit where I work. Do you want to move to Sydney and work in my business or the business I work in? I went. Yes. Chance encounter. Yeah. Like this was weird. Um. Yeah. It sent made a resume because I didn't have one. Sent it to him, and um. Yeah. And I ended up working with a couple of um, people that I had worked with at NAB. So. So in Sydney. And, yeah. Moved to Sydney. So how long did you last in Sydney? So. So yeah, in my head, I, I round it down to a year, I round it up to a year. So everything happens in a year's increment. So it was probably a little bit more, a, bit, a little bit less. Or I, about a year. About a year. Yeah. So everything yeah, so everything sort of lasts for about a year. And then I go, yeah, I, I've tried it and I've decided and I'm
0: moving on. Was it like contract type work or you just said no? No, that, it... that
1: was an actual job. Yep. And I was training, which was great. I got to go to Newcastle and I got to go to Canberra and I got to go to... Melbourne sometimes for work, um, and I would go into companies and I would train them on how to use the software that we were selling and supporting, and um, And I really liked that part of it. I really grew a lot because I had to be in front of people and spend a full day explaining to them what I knew. So confidence-wise, is, yeah, that would have helped a lot. Yeah, it really did. I went to America um, as part of the business, and I remember just... Yeah, that was a huge confidence booster for me because they sent me to America. Yeah. My business sent me to America. That was wow. Exciting, you know? You're obviously doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that was really good. And then I got a job offer from a friend um, who was sort of saying, oh, you know, if you want to come back to Melbourne, you can come and work in this credit card project that we're doing. Oh, well, that sounds like fun.
0: So were you there for a year? I was there for fifteen. Years. Wow, that's a big jump. That's <laughs> so I a
1: found
0: something jump. I liked. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that was. I think that's so the difference. I found something I liked. But I did you meet someone circles. in this circle, or was this before Sydney? No, so I, my partner. I met him. He was the one in the elevator. Yeah, there you go. I told you Sydney. chance encounter. The man in the elevator. Yeah. No, I met him when I worked at Nab when I was twenty years old. and then bumped into him, and he was the one that had the job opening in Sydney. So I worked in Sydney, and then when I got the job in Melbourne, it was um, a group of people. And then um, Mark ended up joining that business two years later. Okay. So but the banking and the credit card industry and the sort of banking industry in Australia is quite small. So 15 years there, obviously happy. Then what happened? I had a
0: baby. There you go. I oh,
1: okay. <laughs> Lucas.
0: Fancy I that. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. Did. Um. So did you go and leave maternity leave? Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, so around 10, 12 years in, I had Lucas and my manager, I'll never forget. was pregnant and I said, I'm going to take maternity leave. reckon I'll take six months. Oh, maybe when I started it was three. Three months. I only need three months because I'll come back work part-time and he'll be like, he can go into creation and everything. It'll be fine. Um, but I want to work part-time. And my manager was like, yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Three months, yeah. Uh, I'll write down six. I'll be fine, I'll be fine. And then, um, sort of the day before my six months was up, he rang me and was like, Going to make a tile? I went, Yeah, it's going to be tile. And he goes, Okay. So, 13 months after I went on maternity leave, I ended up going back because um, Lucas was born just before Christmas. So, I started just after the Christmas. Fresh year, yep. It makes sense. And I got an extra month. So, did you go back full time or part time? Part time. And I hated that. I loved my job pre-kid. Um, as much as, yay, you, know, you have bad days and you know, it's a job, so a lot of times you don't like it. Um, but as far as being a work person, I would go in at eight, I would leave at six, I would like be there and enjoy it and be immersed in it. Um, and then when I had Lucas, I was working part-time and three days of work wasn't enough. And the days that I had him wasn't enough. and you know, for work I kind of felt like I was always running late because I had to get him to daycare first, and I was also rushing back to daycare at the end of the day. And like I was just constantly trying to be where I wasn't. So then Lucas was in crèche for a long day, and I started going, well, if I'm not getting much out of my work life, why am I doing this? Why
0: are you doing it to yourself? Yep. To myself and, and to my family. son,
1: who then has three days of me not being around, I thought, oh. like I get the money. And that, like, that's a big driver. But I was just not relaxed. I was not enjoying it. I was constantly just doing this thing where I was, and it's that work-life balance thing that so many mums have. And um, and so I started talking. That's actually with a friend about how I couldn't find boys' clothes and how, like, all of the the toys and the clothes and everything they were all plastic. And then Lucas. Um, at one just found like was give, given a car for his birthday and that was it he would line up his cars like on a line across the, along the mat he would line them all up and then line them all like they were waiting to get into some you know coachella or something this is this huge car park <laughs> and then you know and he would you know no mum i need that yellow car and I'm, which yellow car it's the yellow one the, you know and he dig 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 and find the yellow car that he really wanted and and he would sit there and the amount of times i had to go around around the coffee table on my knees doing car races and you know and he just everyone said that's such a boy thing you know oh my my nephew does that oh my grandson does that oh yeah that's such a boy thing and i'd go into gift shops and I, we couldn't find a car toy to save ourselves like looking and i'd go online and this was when online was still pretty new but you know the, the gift store online and you go into cars or transportation or something there'd be three things Okay. Three things. Like, where's all the other stuff? Where's the stuff that the stacking toys, the peg puzzles, the... You know, Lucas would play with anything if it had cars on it. Car on it, yeah. If he would wear anything if it had cars on it. And, you know, it made it easier to get him into the bath if he had car toys. It made it easier, like... Anything that makes a mum's life easier. Easier to get him dressed if he could wear his car top, you know. And, you know, toilet training, car undies. Like, the whole thing. So... So I started getting really annoyed that I couldn't find just these things that I was like it doesn't like nothing special well, nothing special I, I wanted to simplify it but I wanted it to be beautiful so um so, so how was with Lucas at this Three. Same? okay yep. so I worked on the business for a year before I quit my part-time job did you have
0: the thing that I'm going to start a business and then it's like oh my god I'm going to start a business like did you have that fear Or did you just sort of go, oh, well, this is what I'm going to do?
1: I think I was really lucky in that I just went, let's just do it. And obviously Mark was supportive. Yeah. And I was in a position where I was like, let's give it a go and let's. So I didn't need to make money from the business the first day. And like hats off to anyone who runs a business and has that need yeah. and, and has that ability because it took me a while before I like hit the ground and yeah. it was working. So in
0: quite a good place that you didn't have to stress about that. Yeah. yeah.
1: One of the things I've really loved about having a small business is the growth. Like nobody explained, like nobody, like it's just, it's like when you have a kid and people go, oh yeah, nobody told me about that, but every mum knows that, you know, blah, blah, blah. So you sort of go, oh my God, I'm in the secret club, nobody ever talks about it. and. Like, when you're in the club, everybody talks about it. Small business, the personal growth has been phenomenal. How funny is it? I used to be one of those people. I think
0: I mentioned it on the podcast before. I used to go into bookstores. I've always loved reading. And, you know, you have the, the personal development section. I used to walk past and oh, what a load of... All these people are making so much money yeah. off these, you and know. And who needs that? And who I mean, needs so that? Slow. And now, I, that's the place I go to first.
1: Yeah, yeah. Isn't it funny how it And changes? you're desperate because it's a thing. After 15 years, pretty much in a... Like in the environment where I was, and I was learning because things were changing. You know, credit cards, things change all the time, and regulations change, and and all that sort of stuff. And but to step into a world where I didn't have marketing experience, I didn't have sales experience, never even worked in a retail store. You know, I had all this stuff to learn online: how to run a website, how to. And then now it's like Instagram wasn't around when I first started, so I had to learn how Instagram works and to use it properly and make it work for me so then there's learning and then there's Facebook ads which is just insane then Google ads on top of that and then how to actually reconcile your bank account which is you know you've got to be an
0: accountant a social media manager all these things all rolled into one. You've got to be a photographer
1: and know how to take now you've got to do videos because videos is the big thing yeah like there is so always so many things to learn and that's part of the thing that I love I love getting down and going okay well you know I'm going to try and figure out this. And I'm never going to be an expert at any of those things but know enough to actually go, yeah, that's working or, yeah, I can get in and, and I understand the process of it and now I'll hand it over to somebody else. Having then, an overview
0: actually. of all of those different oh, yeah. areas of the business. But
1: even just the personal growth of I don't want to do that today. I don't want to do that today. That's hard. Yeah. And then realizing, mate, you, you're the only one here. <laughs> no, no one's
0: going to do it while you're no, at home, The boss
1: doesn't come in and go, I've sorted that for you. <laughs> you can go home now. It's like, Ugh. So you've actually got to you know, do the hard Grin stuff. Grin and bear you? it. Yeah, yeah, you can't just play with toys all the yeah. time. And it's my big joke that you know, I go to work and I play with toys all day. Uh, that's the bit I love. And you know, But I also love sending the toys out to their, their new owners. And talking to the customers on social media and that's the stuff that makes me happy but the other stuff has to get done. Yep. So you still got to prioritize the stuff that in every job you, there's stuff that you don't like but um, realizing that I can do the hard stuff and the easy stuff and, and I remember my stepfather said to me when I started a business you're not going to be able to hire people and fire people. I was like why not? Yes I can, <laughs> sure I can, I can do that and it's like oh
0: I'm gonna to have to hire people and fire people. How's that gonna oh, go? I'm going to yeah, do that. yeah. Part, I'm, after he goes home, oh my god! Oh
1: my oh god! god, god oh my god! god is right? <laughs> oh my god! No. Um, and I've I've hired people and fired people. Yeah. You know, and it's just because this is not working for me, and I want to get here, and this is not how it's going to happen. And um, yeah, so it's been a real growth. So seven years in
0: business next week. We're going out for lunch, but we'll talk about that later. Oh yeah. Um. But what, at what point, like where were the turning points along that seven year
1: timeline? The first one was when I quit my job and actually went, I'm now going to do this. So was that a year into Luke's last task? Yep. So I spent six months researching, working, getting it all, um, the back end sort of figured out before we turned it on. And then six months working or eight months working, um, packing orders and doing all the stuff and working three days a week. And like I'd go to the, um, take my orders in the car on the way to work, and then at lunchtime I'd take them into the post office and post them. Um, and sometimes big boxes it oh, just got ridiculous. So, um, so, yeah, so after eight months of sort of doing all of that, I just went, okay, I'll look, this is going to be so much easier. Because I still had Luke's at home two days a week, two work days a week, four days a week. Um, and so, yeah, so I got to the point where was like, okay, I need to stop. I need to concentrate on this properly and have time for my son. Um, and, um, yeah, so that was a big one where I kind of went, this is now the, the, my main function or my second function, um, after mother, after motherhood. Um, and then I had a time where I, um, hired my first hire, which felt very grown So
0: what, how many years are we talking here? At what point do you think I think that
1: was the second Christmas. Okay. Because Christmas, of course, is a big thing for a toy company. A toy business. Um, so around my second Christmas, I hired someone.
0: And you're still working from home, from mm-hmm. out of the garage. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah So well, we had a um, storage container out the back. Mm-hmm. So I'd rush out the back. I didn't need that. Especially okay. if it was raining, I'd rush out the back, open the storage container with my box, and I would fill it with all the products, put the lid on because it was raining, and then I'd rush back inside, and then all the packing and stuff happened inside, so that we had the heater inside and the printer was inside. But I had the printer upstairs. And because I got split level on a hill, so I got, upstairs was my office and the printer was upstairs. And downstairs was the packing spot, which is where all the boxes and all the stuff was. So if I had something where I had to print something because we'd stuffed up or I hadn't forgotten, I'd have to go up two flights of stairs Print it again, and go back down two flights of stairs, and and if I printed that wrong, back up you. Went. Back up again, I go and then back down again. Oh my, Pilates <laughs> instructions like you're and then your calves are crazy. And I was just like, I have done fifty two flights of stairs today. And she's like, big pun, but yeah, it's um crazy. Um, so yeah, so that was sort of it growing and getting bigger, and then um we got through third Christmas, and um. I looked at my husband and said, I can't do this for another Christmas. Like, the amount of stuff that was sitting at the front door waiting for the curious Please and the Australia Post and the whoever. And I said, I think for our sanity, we need to move into a a separate, move move out of the house. a separate space. Yep. So, um, got a little warehouse Did you ever think
0: that? Did you ever think when you started, like, did you imagine that your business would be out of the house? Or did you always think it would be in the house?
1: No. I always wanted it out of the house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't often do the five-year plan or the 10-year picture or where do you want to be in X the number of years. big vision, yeah. But I do, I think in my head, have little dreams that sort of direct me to where I am going to end up being and and also the next steps which help me along the way. Like my next big dream is to have a warehouse with a – uh, an office space which has got a heater and a carpet and desks and a really lovely a dedicated window. office room. Yeah, yeah. So at the moment I'm working in the warehouse, um, which is completely fine. Like it was huge change from being at home because now I'm surrounded by the toys and everything's on the one level and I can see the toys and if I want to take a photo I just grab it and take a photo. And before it used to be, yeah, you know, I have to go out, go get it, and then da, 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 and then do something else, and go get it. And, and like when everything's in a um, Storage container, there's no lights. So, you know, how do you find where, what and you're I'd doing imagine everything's just stacked, stacked up trying to fit yeah, in there and it's just, and it was horrible. So now at least, you know, I've got the, the, I've got windows, I've got sunlight, I've got, you know, comfort. I've got huge stacking tables. But this is also I've your second storage. warehouse space. Yeah, so we had, so we started in a small warehouse space. So, th- so
0: th- third year in around. Mm. After office a small uh, office a small warehouse space I
1: should yep. say and then at what point did you move into the larger warehouse space? so I spent two years there yep and then after Christmas again I went okay this is getting a bit squashed and I need a window because yep. I had a warehouse space which was like a storage unit yep. so it was literally like no windows roller door and that was where I lived and I so thought I would spend like I spent most of two years without sunshine um, and I just got, I just, and again it was a sanity thing and I, and again I'm really lucky that I can turn around and say I don't want to work this way and then decide how my business is going. And and it's interesting because then I, I move up and then my business has to follow me. So I make the decision to go I'm going to spend more money on rent because I need a window and my business has to grow to allow me to do, that. to do that. So I always move when I feel like I can't afford to move. Yep but I know that I will need it next time. Yeah, because the continued growth. Yeah, because the second half of our year is so much bigger than the first two, I quite like to take the step and then fill in yep. like where I've gone to. Yeah, And I, I kind of, I don't know whether it's naive, it probably is naive, that I just kind of go, okay, I'll take the next step and we'll see what happens. And... Um,
0: but they're also not, you're not taking the next step. And having, I mean, I'm not buying the Taj yeah. Mahal and me yeah, in there. Right. I'm just going, oh, yes. this is lovely. You're not can, doing ridiculous. It's like, a very no, strategic, no, no, no. strategic yeah, yeah, risk yeah. as opposed yeah, yeah, yeah. to just, I want this kind of risk. No, no, no. Yeah.
1: And I mean, I've been dreaming about having the, the office upstairs and the, the heating and the things. Do you really want stairs again? <laughs> I really do, actually. Um, I want to look down over my world. Um, but I, I, like, I've been dreaming of that warehouse for a while now. Um, and I'm not there yet. And when I get there, I'll be ready for it.
0: Um, Do you think these are the biggest turning points? Because these are the biggest outgoings in your business?
1: No, I think they're the biggest turning points because they changed my perspective of my business. So when I had a warehouse in my own, like my own warehouse, everything was in one spot. And everyone said, how did you fit all this in your house? It's like, we crammed it in. Yeah. And, and it was like... When you have a study in your bedroom and you've got one little table and you put it in the corner and you're just doing some work when you can because you don't want to annoy anyone else and all that sort of stuff, and then you get yourself a, a room which is a proper study and you know you can have your computer set up and your pictures and stuff and you can walk in there whenever you want and it's just there and and I think you get this sense of I've I'm I've arrived you know and I think when I got my warehouse I had to earn it but also I went to work every day and I worked from home. Quite, you know well but there was no washing there was no you know I'll just or why I'm here or um, no excuses that you. yeah, yeah. and while then while I was there sometimes I wouldn't want to work but I was like I'm at work I'm going to work yep. um, so it kind of just gives you that you it makes it just that step harder to. so it's all about that isn't it
0: interesting because even though it's a physical change It's all about the mindset change that Mm. comes with it.
1: Mm. And, like, people would say to me, like, you've got a a warehouse now. I'm like, yes, I do. And it's, it's, you know, you're not just running from home. Yeah. You you're not just... And I think that's part of the reason why I never expected to stay at home all the time because I didn't want an at-home business. Yeah. I wanted a, like, a proper business. Yeah. And not that at-home business, like, if you've got the space for it and you've got the capacity for it. I I know a lot of people do that and it works great for them, but I just... Never gonna be. Yeah, it's sort of interesting because you
0: know I'm just thinking about how I've kind of because I've worked from home, well, I've worked from the dining table, I've done it all, mm. and then I went out and had my space. Haven't and I we all? <laughs> the
1: couch is my favourite place yes, to be
0: doing things. I still do things on the couch, but um, like I've kind of I've had the office, I've had the work from home, and then I went out and I had offices, and I've moved into three different offices, mm. different sizes and all that sort of stuff. Mm. But then I'm we're now in the she shed
1: here, which, which is, is in my
0: backyard at home, yeah. but this is my own private little sanctuary, yeah. kids aren't allowed in here. Oh really? <laughs> well I'm not very, re- I very rarely work yeah. in here when they're home, because oh, that's okay. my boundary, when they're home that's when I'm doing things, yeah. but then when they're off and whatever, this is my yeah. workspace. Yeah. So it's just
1: interesting because different things work for different people. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I really love, Lucas goes to school, I go to work, and I work until he finishes school, and then I come home. and. I'm trying really hard this year to not work from home and like I often sit on the couch and like I still do it, but I often sit on the couch and do little bits and pieces and stuff like that. But I used to have in the back of my mind, I'll do that tonight. I'll do that tonight. Oh, I've got to do that. I'll do that tonight. And then I wouldn't do it that night. And then I get back the next morning and go, oh, I haven't done that thing and it was due yesterday and I've got to do that thing tomorrow and oh God. And I was just like, no, just take that away. Yeah. Get your work done when you're at work and then get you yeah, like relaxing time when you're, at home. when you're at home and that's a big sort of willpower learning as well Yeah. and like I said it doesn't always work but um, but yeah so my boundaries I like going to work every day so I actually get a little bit twitchy when I'm not actually going to work so I, like, I don't want to be a four day a week business owner I like being there like five days a week but half days sure yeah but I don't want to remove myself and sort of be, you know, just watching everybody else. Work. You like
0: being in there, getting yeah. your hands dirty, so to speak.
1: I want to be part of it. But yeah. I want don't want the pressure of having to be there every minute. The flexibility. Day. Yeah.
0: I think the whole work-life balance thing is just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But I think having flexibility when the business needs you, you're there. When the kids need you, you're there
1: mm.
0: as well. But there's
1: things that are like, you know, the joke is that you know, when you have small business, you do it to, you know, to, to spend more time with your family, end up working more hours. And I probably... Sometimes I think I work more hours than I would have if I was um, working for a corporate, but at other times I just think, yeah, probably not because I don't think of it as work. I'm on Instagram chatting with people or I'm... It's different. It doesn't feel like work. So, or I'm having an idea of something that I could do or I'm creating a graphic um, or, you know, my brain's working out something and th- that doesn't feel like work because that's just an extension of, of sort of thinking and... and what goes on, but I feel like I'm lucky because I do, like I have spent the last couple of years taking Lucas to school, and then a couple of days a week he would walk home and from school open the front door and say, "Hey, mum, I'm home." And it was like sitcom moment. Yeah, like I'm at home when he comes home from school.
0: Yep. I hope he baked some cookies.
1: Oh, no, this is like <laughs> wow. And I was like, this is yeah, you know, and that. Those moments kind of made working on the couch at 9 o'clock at night worthwhile <laughs> because I loved that he had the independence and he walked in and he had that kind of growing up. And and,
0: and that you were there for it. Yeah, yeah. and
1: um, and yeah, I see other people who are corporate and then kids, you know, at school really early and they're at aftercare. Luke's did aftercare as well. But, um, you know, that, that rushing to work and rushing home and dinner's got to get on and got to do this and I've got to do that. and. And then the weekend they would spend fully with their kids. Um, and that works for them, obviously, but it doesn't work for me. Yeah. So I feel like I'm really lucky that I've got the freedoms in the things that I want and, and the extra work that I'm doing. But you, ha-
0: you say lucky, but you have worked to make that happen. There is
1: no such thing as luck. That's
0: correct. That's why I had to throw that in there. My mum owned
1: her own business yep. and she always used to say to me, I hate it when people say, gee, you're lucky. Look at the house. Gee, you're lucky. She's like, excuse me, I work 12-hour days, seven days a week. You know, I sacrificed and I worked hard to get what I've got. It ain't lucky. And so, yeah. We have to remind ourselves. I know. And I feel like I'm lucky that I was supported to choose this. And that I, like I feel lucky that I have... The customers that I have and that they have found me and that it's worked and yes I've had to work for it and yes there's a lot of learning and you know and failing and changing and restarting and and growing and all that stuff that goes into it so it's not just Oh look, I've got a website, and oh bang, you know, six million yeah. people have you know have bought. Stuff. I'm, I'm not going to tell anyone about
0: it, but hey, look at all these people that have suddenly. Yeah, like Kim just, Kardashian yeah.
1: hasn't just you know done yeah. a little you know a little snippet for me, and then I've just gone viral. So it has like it's been a growth and a and a hard slog to get where I've got, but I also feel like I'm lucky that I get to do it. Yeah, because I do. I play the cards all day.
0: Yeah. I'm how, that? <laughs> How
1: good is that?
0: So who loves cars more, you or Lucas? He still loves cars. Seven How old is he now? So he's yeah, he's not ten. ten. Yeah,
1: no. seven years and he still loves them. All right, Lucas, like, technology off. Let's spend a couple of hours playing. All right, where did you put my cars last time, Mum? Well, okay, they're over there and the, yeah, where they live. So it's still Pulls your thing. Them out. Still, yeah, yeah, still races. Still, this one's the bad guy or the good, one, good guy or. Still, he's destined
0: circles. for a career as a racing car driver. Your son?
1: He always wanted to be a bus driver. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> maybe maybe we could own the bus company. Darling. <laughs> um, bus driver's fine. Yeah, like there's nothing wrong with it. being a bus driver. But
0: you're a great role model for him as well.
1: Yeah, and I think that like he he gets really proud. My like, my husband's really good. He gets really proud of you know the achievements that we make, and sometimes he's my sort of cheerleader and he helps me to realize we've got to celebrate when things are going well and when we've hit targets and stuff like that and then so when my husband does it Lucas joins in and so then we all have a little celebration that yeah. mum's work is doing really well and he loves coming into work like I he loves he comes into work after school and there's lollies on the coffee table and he knows everybody else in the warehouse because it's a shared space and and, um, and they all know him, and they're like, oh, he's grown-ups. Look at him, with in his school uniform. Isn't he cute? <laughs> you know, and so he helps me sometimes with some tasks, and sometimes he doesn't, and he sits on his couch and sort of goes, when can we go home? And, but he, it's, he feels it's, like it's his space as yeah.
0: well. And it's having that, knowing that he feels that way. Is supporting you yeah. as well. Yeah. Our school
1: holidays. There's always two days in the school holidays. He comes to work all day, and he has to just be in there all day. Yeah. I'm like, mate, you might as well help me because, yeah, you know, otherwise you just got me sitting here.
0: So, last, which I love. Final I love question. Got, got a job. question for you. This one's gonna be a tough one. Are
1: you proud of yourself? Oh, that's a tough one. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I think I am. I don't think about it very often. Um. I had a conversation with my husband. Like, I, I go up and down quite a bit. Yeah, which so, is everybody in business does yeah. yes. So, you know, you have a bad couple of days and things go wrong and you've had to do some horrible things and it kind of hits you and, um, and then, you know, the sun shines and then everything's happy and you, you feel like life is good and you, you realise there's all these good things about it. Um, but in the end, yes, I think I'm, I'm, a, I'm actually quite proud of myself because, A, I'm still here, seven years on which is amazing. Oh, I can still go to work every day, bad day or good day. It doesn't matter, I will go to work every day. And I think there's a lot to be said for that. I haven't hidden from anything. Um, and I think that we've, we have been growing. So like because it's a tricky question because I look at other people who've done a massive growth and I just go, wow, I wish I was that. I wish I, wish I had that. And then I go, well, I like what I've got. So, and,
0: and you don't know what that really is. No, you only you see don't, it from the surface. Yeah,
1: exactly. And you don't know what's going on behind there, and you don't know, you know, what's driving them or if it's going to last. Or, you know, I don't, didn't never want it to be a, a store that was, you know, selling fidget spinners and did a million dollars in three weeks and then stopped. It's not how it work. So, a like, million dollars would be good. But yeah, I'm proud of that. I've done it and I've kept it going, and I'm proud of the quality of what we do. Like everything that I think, well, so I think everything that we do has an element of quality. So from the customer service to the delivery to I the products. I was going products, to say the whole experience. The, yeah, yep. and so like, you know, we did a whole motto and what the words are, are our brand and quality was a big one of them. Yeah. So I get really upset when we have toys that don't, that like break and they're off like a... I won't have them, but um, I set a high standard for myself, and it means that I don't often reach it. But I think having such a high standard means that, yeah, I'm pretty proud of that standard that we we mostly reach. Yep. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, thank it's nice you to so think much about. for talking to us today, Hela. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cute question to answer. Cause that <laughs> makes me think. Yes, I am. Good. That's why I asked it. And I'll be doing it for a while.
0: Yeah. But so next step is warehouse with an office upstairs and a heater. And a heater. So maybe next time we'll sit on Halla's couch. And, yeah, um, and I'll have a
1: lovely couch. And, oh, God, it'll be
0: lovely. So I'll look forward to that. Yeah. I know it's going to happen. And car
1: prints on the walls. Oh my, yeah, the
0: wallpaper. <laughs> yeah. All right. it's um, on video, it's <laughs> on film now. That's it. you got to
1: hold yourself to it. But I well know, you, I'm, I'll but know now you'll now do I've it. now got to have a date on it because you can't have a goal without a date because then it's just a dream.
0: Yeah. Thank you for joining us, Halla. I could be here all day. Can I stay all day? You can stay all day. We've just got to stop filming, that's all. Um, Thank you, everyone, for joining us and listening to Hello Warming's story. Um, It's one that I really am happy to share because I've been a part of a lot of it and it's amazing to see what this woman has achieved. And I think she needs to be proud of herself every day, even though sometimes it gets a bit tough. But um, I hope you've enjoyed it and we'll see you next time. See you later. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode of the She Will Shine podcast, we invite you to check out shewillshine.com.au. She Will Shine is the essential support network you need to grow a thriving, meaningful business. We can help you grow your network, connect and develop genuine relationships, be supported and support others in building and growing a successful business on your terms. Say goodbye to working alone and become a member at shewillshine.com.au.